0: Hey, listener. This podcast is called Trigger Warning Romance for a reason. It is intended for an 18-plus audience due to the adult context and triggers that may be discussed in each episode. Please check the show notes for a full list of triggers and proceed with caution. You have been properly warned. It's time to count off the triggers.
1: Hello, everybody. Nat here. I just wanted to pop in and give you guys a little bit of a heads up about the quality of this episode. It's not up to par with the episodes we usually put out because we're having some technical difficulties with Tori's microphone. And for some reason, it became really, really echoey for this episode. So if you feel like not listening to something super echoey, we totally get it. And you are welcome to skip this episode. But you've waited such a long time for a new episode that we didn't feel like making you wait any longer. So if you don't mind the echo, please join us as we talk about 5,000 Nights of Obsession by Drethi Annis. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Trigger Warning Romance, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Tori. And today we are going to be diving into 5,000 Nights of Obsession by Drethi Annis.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And this isn't what we were planning on doing for our first episode back, but we're going to run with it. It's
1: too good not to. Yeah, this is not what we were going to be talking about, but we both read it and we were like, "Uh, we need to talk about this book. (laughs) So why not record our conversation? Makes sense to me, but it's good to be back. It is so good to be back. So we should we do some housekeeping before we start? Probably. <laughs> so we have been gone for a little while. Uh, you may have noticed we have not uploaded an episode in quite a little while. Uh, Tori's been super busy and she's also had some health issues. Um, I have been busy with my new job. So it's just been a little bit, and also we've had a lot of technical difficulties. We still have not figured out exactly what's wrong with Tori's microphone. Yeah,
0: exactly. I can die in a fire as far as I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> yeah, we even got Corbin involved. <laughs> we tried. I think I'm on the third escalation of tech support right now. That's bananas. I don't know because We are recording on Tori's old microphone right now. So if she doesn't sound as crisp and clear as usual, that's why. But we figured, you know what, a little bit of a less well-qualified Tori is better than no, no episode at all. So it's like
0: quantity over quality this time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: But long story short, too long, didn't read. We've been busy
1: life has happened yes we are hopefully back now hopefully we're gonna try our very very best to upload consistently so
0: it may still only be every other week for another month or two while i finish up school but i'm working really hard to have that a average and i'm one more month and i should be good
1: you're almost there baby almost there yeah so exciting so what did you think of the book holy crap this is amazing
0: i beta read for dressing oh so i beta read part one and i was ready to cry because i kept thinking that i would be beta reading the rest of it Uh uh-huh but she didn't have us do that she just went ahead and gave us the art copies a little later oh so i had to wait there was like this cliffhanger where she leaves him and yeah but i will say that axel is has moved onto to my top five book boyfriend list
1: he was insane in a great way, obviously. Okay, when obviously we know this is trigger warning romance. When when Nat says that this was insane, she doesn't mean it in a bad way. But it was an interesting... I don't think I've ever read a hero that was a true sociopath before. Like clinically diagnosed yeah. sociopath. And I think was this an, was my first one. Yeah, this was a really interesting book in many, many ways, right? I the the main female character was married and and had a child right yep she was married and had a child that is very very i like i've never read anything like this before where the where she wasn't a widow like and her husband wasn't a horrible person like he was a good guy he was a good guy um but
0: the main male character was also married yes what happened to his wife did that ever get resolved? That was never resolved. I don't know. I don't uh, think, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! It was resolved. It was because remember he says that she is his wife. Yes,
1: because of the the wedding, Indian, Indian, the, the Indian wedding. That yeah. I don't know. I still, but wasn't he legally married to some other lady? I thought so, but I don't
0: know. And then he, because know. then he came out with that theory, and I thought, well, maybe.
1: We're going to have to ask I'm, that's at the end. So let's talk about that later. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's maybe maybe tell people what this book was about first. <laughs> we just went straight to the end. Straight. Just the straightest yeah. we have ever gone to anything <laughs> since we've been recording. <laughs> yes. Um Yeah, it was crazy. Uh this book was really unique in a great way. I I think when i when i did a, a tiktok review for it i said something like it it was really like it left me speechless but in a good way like i wasn't sure how to process the whole book it took me a little while because it starts off with our main character pia at her brother's wedding and we quickly learned that she is the black sheep of their family right She's from a very wealthy, well-to-do, proper Indian family. And it's her brother's wedding, and he's marrying, like, the perfect lady. Um, and we learn that our girl, kind of like the rest of us here at Trigger Warning Romance, has kind of, like, a very questionable taste in men. <laughs> and she's been dating these horrible fuck boys for the most part. Like, they're just bed end jobs or, like, no job.
0: The last one broke into her parents' home and robbed them.
1: Yes. I mean, yes, it doesn't if, get much... <laughs> or, yeah, it's... It, it, she's not... She's not looking too good, okay? uh, So, her brother is considerably mad because I think, like, this also happened and, like, during the whole wedding prep and, you know...
0: Well, like, she was...
1: Her family shit on her. Yeah. I mean... And her friends did, too. Yeah, everybody did.
0: I mean, she had no chance at all through that wedding. Her brother gets married. It's a lovely Indian ceremony. But he kicks her out of the bridesmaids line because she got confused with the makeup that she was supposed to wear with the dress. Mm-hmm. apparently they had a dress with a specific hairstyle and makeup and dress for the wedding and then they had a whole different set of hair, makeup, dress for the reception Yeah, and she got them flip-flopped mm-hmm. and rather than letting her just run back and change, he's like, no, I don't want you in the pictures at all because it's just I just can't remember how bad you let me down with this
1: yeah, he's like, I don't feel like waiting for you to fuck up again or something like that. So, I mean, I can kind of understand her point of view, right? In a lot of these, uh, one of my good friends is Indian, and his wedding was like eight thousand weddings. Like, it's just so many different, like, and it's it's great, but it's just I I only went to the American part of it, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a lot of different outfits and the weddings and ceremonies and all this other stuff and I can kind of understand what where where she would have been confused because like there's so much to keep up with.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was really shitty of him. I mean, she had my, what, 12 bridesmaids or something crazy like that? It
1: was a crazy amount, yeah. And anyway, I... I really felt
0: bad for pia yeah but i appreciated that this was an interracial relationship um we haven't met a whole yeah. lot of those
1: probably been recording so no we haven't that's one to check for us to check off and i love that the part <laughs> because when um axel the main character and pia meet and he's trying to figure out why they can't be together his main goal point. I was like, "Oh, is it because I'm not Indian?" And she was like, "No." <laughs> and I love that. I love that her family was actually quite progressive in that way. Like, it didn't matter that he wasn't Indian; it mattered that he was a DJ. <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, I can understand from a parent from that kind of because again, they're like a very wealthy, prominent family this girl is constantly dragging like the scum of the earth (laughs) you know to her family and maybe they you know in a way like maybe they finally got fed up because like they get she kept dating these horrible people and maybe they approved of the first one and the second one and the third one and like by the fourth one they're like all right, can you date like a doctor or someone (laughs) well I friend did
0: that little mini intervention yes um that, you know, this is, this is it. If you go after that type again, I'm not picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you. I want you to be happy, but you've got to know that I have a limit and this is yeah. it.
1: I can understand that too. Again, yeah. like, you're almost like, like, I can't, like, I love you, but I can't do this anymore. Like, you're a grown woman. Learn from your 15th mistake at this point. But it did set everything up just perfectly. For her to meet Axel, yes, because she met she met, and he saw her, and he actually thought that she was like a wedding crasher or someone because everybody ignored her at this wedding, even though it was her brother's fucking wedding, and she just sat in the corner like half the time, and then she decided, you know what, no one's gonna miss me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off and have my one last hurrah before I settle down and I I marry the. I don't know accountant or whoever right like I loved know. the plot
0: device that Dorothy used as, yes. the, as the bucket list mm-hmm. and the continued use of it throughout the story I haven't seen it done before no was so much fun to read it was so much fun to read yeah it was a lot of fun to read. But she sits down and she apparently has an inheritance from like her grandmother or something. And so she sits down and she writes a list of things that she wants to do before she settles down. And she decides that she's going to do them all over the course of the weekend. And then starting on Monday, she's going to start fresh.
1: hmm Yeah. So...
0: The first date for her and Axel is really them doing well, really it is her doing her bucket list and him tagging
1: along. Yes. And he kind he kind of like invited himself along this journey.
0: Yeah. She didn't ask.
1: No. (laughs) And I mean, this is what I love about Drethy Heroes. Like he imprints on her immediately. He's like, she's hot and she's mine. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to make her mine. And this was to the nth degree of mine because he's a sociopath and he like, is called 5,000 nights of obsession for a reason. He becomes obsessed immediately and then that's it. Like, sh- like that's it because she's, she keeps telling though that, that it's not a date and he's like, yeah, it is. You got to choose the spot we went to and I paid. <laughs> Like, it's a date. (laughs) He's so single-minded. Yes.
0: And driven. He's like, okay, if I have to impress the parents, Mm -hmm. I am by God going to impress the parents. Yes. And I am going to make everything of myself so that I am worthy of her and they can't take her away.
1: Yeah. Because they, they went on this bucket list thing, right? Let's just skip ahead a little bit. And she does acknowledge that it was a good thing for Axel to tag along on this bucket list of hers. Because they they go into some not so nice places. You know, like the strip club they went to wasn't like nicest kind of strip club, you know, it wasn't and she would have definitely not been okay there alone. Um, I also love how possessive he became at that strip club. I know. And it just made me giggle. Zero to 250. Yeah, he has no revving up. It's just, that's it. Like, they almost got kicked out because... Because he, like, wouldn't
0: let the strippers touch her. She's trying to give them money.
1: Yeah. It's like, how am I going to get a lap dance if they can't touch me? And he has i mean he kind of goes apocalyptic
0: it was beautiful
1: yes i loved it um yeah just my my cheeks hurt reading all of that like i was just giggling my butt off um but oh we also have to remember that like he immediately thought she was really smart too yes she was hot but she was also really smart because he was the dj at her brother's wedding and she was the only one that picked up on the Guns and Roses theme that he was going with. I gotta tell ya. Thus, thus, he also changed his DJ name because his name was like, what was Zane? it? Zane? It Zane. Zane or Zach? I think it was Zane. Um, Was his real name. But he changed it for her to Axel. A-X-E-L. Yeah, he added an E, I think for like, I don't know copyright reasons, but he changed his name for her. But throughout all of the music he
0: he does it as this um, undertone with the, with the sweet child of mine. Mm-hmm. And it hurt my heart that I'm old enough that I didn't need directly to tell me that it was Guns N' Roses. <laughs> because I knew from the name.
1: Yeah, I knew too.
0: I was like, I... I bet there's people out there that's going to read this and they're not going to get
1: it. No. Probably not. But that's okay because us elder millennials here, we will guide them through it. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was so. Oh my gosh. So that was a fun, fun book. But then they got back, and that's when it got spicy.
0: Oh, that scene at the beach—it's so romantic. With the fireworks and the fire and the and fire, the and her explaining the different um, Oh, elements—the elements of the wedding—I can't remember what they're called. Ferris, the different ah. Ferris as they yes. walk the surf, as they walk the fire. Yeah, it was so just—it was just an incredibly. Well imagined and descriptive picture,
1: yes. And she was telling him about, um, and like I love that as they're like she's explaining it, they're doing it right, like, yeah, they're. And this is, um, spoiler alert he thinks they actually got married because they did all the stuff that the Indian wedding ceremony entails, right, including the blood the red they needed red and they didn't have the i can't remember the name of the the paste that they used yeah use. um but she told him about how in um one of the bollywood movies she saw as a kid the hero uses the like he cuts his thumb and he uses the blood as the as the red it's the final the, uh, yeah so Axel takes his keys out no problem <laughs> And he does it. And she acknowledged that, like, she was, I'm sorry, she said inwardly she thought it was, like, the hottest thing ever. I happen to agree with her. However, I'm going to have to just preface, this is the only type of blood play I'm interested in. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it was so hot the way that they described it. Like, he, like, is willing to cut himself and cause pain to himself to, like, give her this symbolic red, you know, um symbol to marry her. It's so freaking sweet It's psychotic. Well oh, that's probably why I like it. What did what did what got me is they viewed the,
0: the seventh pharaoh and she's like, you know, and that's he's like, oh and it's that everything that it need that you need. And she's like, no, there is this final part. And she was gonna just let it go. Yeah. And he was like, no no, I'm taking this chance while I got
1: it. You are mine. Uh Uh-huh. Like, literally, like, stamped her with his thumbprint. (laughs) Anyway, and then they have hot sex on the beach with fireworks going off in the background because, of course, there's fireworks for her brother's actual wedding that's happening.
0: And he's got... He brought his music um, equipment so that he's got music going. Yeah. That he's created um to go with the fireworks
1: yeah it was oh my god it was so hot (laughs) have you ever had sex on the beach tori sand is very
0: uncomfortable (laughs) i do not recommend
1: i'll take that as a yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) there are some places that it's hard to get sand out of
1: (laughs) just saying Yeah, I think that is definitely one of those things that is a much more sexy thing to watch or read or think about than to actually do. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) But I wanted to put in here, Dressi herself does not consider this book to be a a normal typical romance. Um, And she didn't, she doesn't she didn't bill it as a romance through Amazon because she didn't want people to be disappointed. Really? I thought it was a romance. I thought it was a romance.
1: Yeah, it hit all the. I, I can kind of understand because of maybe the, the husband aspect of it. I think that. I mean, it was. A, I thought it wasn't happy for now. Um, but it. was not a happy for now? It was a happily ever after.
0: It's no, I think that with Jay okay, spoiler through the rest of the rest yeah, of yeah. this episode. There's, there's spoiler, uh,
1: this is a spoiler episode. I'll put it in the show notes. Um when Jay dies
0: and she and Axel get together finally. Mm-hmm. Um it's like she's closing the door audio she was on Pia and Bonnie, and she's getting ready to go into Pia Tremolacchio. Uh,
1: I'm not sure how you say that last name. I would say Tremolacchio.
0: But let me, let me pull up that last page, and I will. Um, the very last part of the story is they complete that second bucket list, mm-hmm. and she she's able to mark the last thing off at the very end of the book. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, that part of me is gone, and I'm starting brand new with a new list. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it was a happy for now. Okay. There wasn't there wasn't the traditional happily ever after where you get the epilogue and you know that three months six months a year down the road they're married and everything is working out with the integrated family because of poppy you know that would have that would have really i don't want to say ruined the book because it was so good Mm
1: -hmm. but it
0: would have taken a lot away from
1: it yeah um and also maybe there's gonna be a sequel you never know i think poppy should get a story oh yeah poppy's definitely getting a story can you imagine axel with poppy's boyfriends oh my god forget it forget it i mean you know talk about you know hand pieces being cut off i don't know though because can you imagine poppy with a boyfriend she's just so okay we should we should tell everybody what's happening all right guys here we go um We go on tangents. Welcome to Trigger Warning Romance. We may have not done this for a while, but we're the same people. Um, So they have this one night stand on the beach and she does leave him, right? She leaves Axel on the beach in the morning and she, she almost doesn't leave him or she almost leaves him like a note or something, but she just gives him a whole bunch of money. She gives him her inheritance and she writes, I hope you do... What is it like? I hope you do something... I hope you get rich with this. I hope you succeed with it. Something like that. Yeah. It it was a, I hope this will help you get,
0: you know, achieve your dreams or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, I hope you, you get rich with this money or I hope it helps you become a sell. Oh, I hope I think he's, I, I think it said something like, I hope you become famous with this or something like that. And so as a sociopath, he says to her later on in the book, you have no idea like what you accomplished. Um, Was that? $50,000. Yeah. With the. Um... He says, you have no idea what you started with that one action. My goals suddenly changed to accomplish everything that you wanted from me. So like he thought she wanted him to get famous and rich so that. They could be together. Like, that's what he thought. But surprise, surprise, that one night stand caused a pregnancy, my friends. And Pia was pregnant with Axel's baby. But again, we're going back to that. She can't have a baby with this man because he's a fucking wedding DJ. Like, it's her family would not approve of it. I mean, she has a side gig writing
0: lyrics or writing jingles for um for commercials and stuff and some of them are pretty racy Mm -hmm. but she has to do that under an assumed name so she doesn't bring shame to her husband's family
1: or her family at that point it was just her family because she wasn't married um so poppy we were just saying like what would poppy be poppy is also a sociopath right she has that neurodivergent kind of brain from axel because it's genetic Mm -hmm. um so i don't know how poppy would be with a boyfriend like she just doesn't seem interested but neither was axel i guess until he met pia so maybe we just need to but it could be interesting to see the female being the sociopath
0: yeah i mean I, i just think that would be a very interesting take I agree because some poor guy wouldn't know what hit
1: him. Oh my god, no! It would be it'd be the end of it. But anyway, um, Pia ends up marrying her. It's a good beginning of the side romance. Her brother's best friend, <laughs> because conveniently, uh, she runs into him and she's like concerned because she did decide to keep the baby, but she's now like, what the hell am I gonna do? My parents are going to kill me. They're going to disown me because I'm pregnant. I'm unwed, blah, blah, blah. We find out that Jay had always had a crush on Pia. And very convenient for the story, he cannot have children because his family has ALS like running in, in his genetics. So he would never want to potentially give that to a child. ALS is like a debilitating disease that um, is really horrible and it pretty much like eats you from the inside out and like you can't, you lose like muscle function and eventually you can't even like breathe on your own so it's it's like a horrible, it's a horrible disease but anyway but he needs
0: someone to pass the name down to
1: yeah, he needs an heir.
0: Someone needs to be able to take over the company mm-hmm.
1: that his family has. And his and nobody knows that um ALS runs in his family. Because his dad has it. But they're very they're keeping it very quiet. And they're not sure if he will get it. But because nobody knows, like they he they could get away with this, right? Like this is the perfect kind of On gathering yeah it's like a symbiotic relationship because she's always thought he was cute too and she was like why would he ever want me he's like the most eligible bachelor in their community why would he want the reject black sheep pia right (laughs) but and they have a really lovely marriage for a long time they are together
0: for almost 14 years yeah it's it's like 13 and a half by the point that the the beginning of the book Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the company is based in Chicago, where they lived, except that Poppy was having problems in school and getting kicked out, so they paid a lot of money for her to go to a private school in New York, so they bought a house there, so that way Pia wouldn't be too far from her Mm -hmm. daughter, and they could visit. Yep. But Jay still spends a lot of time back in Chicago. Yeah. So... Even though this is a non con book, yeah, um, because Axel is not taking anything but what he wants,
1: yeah, he's not asking for consent in, anyway. yeah.
0: Um, I mean, for crying out loud, he pretends to be her husband with her with his cologne when he sneaks into her room one night. I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs> and he scolds her for having no security. <laughs> so I was going somewhere with that but I
0: don't remember where it was. In non-con. It... Um Pia is not a willing participant in the cheating at least at first. She is very much dragged into it. Um because I know a lot of people have Issues with cheating. Mm-hmm. Big red flag. This is all about cheating. Yeah, but it works. It. I didn't find it offensive. I didn't find it. It didn't matter to me that she was cheating on her husband.
1: Yeah. Um. We should probably tell everybody. He's been looking for her this whole freaking time for 14 years. He's been looking for her. Five thousand nights. Is approximately 13 and a half years. Yeah.
0: Which. Poppy was, I think, like 12 and a half. Yeah. So the title comes from how many nights between the time that she left him and the time that he found her.
1: Yeah. And he got famous. Like he, like I said, in that um he he was accomplishing a goal, right? He thought once he got famous and rich, she would find him. Right. Then he got famous and rich and she didn't find him and he got mad he was like I know she's out there why isn't she contacting me right and then he heard a jingle that they both wrote on the beach that one night that dirty jingle for like a condom commercial and he tried to find out who she was and he couldn't because she again she's using a, a like a pen name almost and so he starts throwing these parties, and he's trying to bribe everybody into making her come to this party.
0: Well, Jordan, her
1: friend- Yeah. He basically takes her company out from under her. Mm-hmm.
0: He's not because he locks her into this contract where there's almost an exclusivity with him, and he's going to take his business elsewhere if she doesn't taste to what he wants, which is Pia, he doesn't tell Jordan Pia. He just says bring all your friends.
1: Mm-hmm. So it, she does. Eventually Pia and Jay show up. Yeah. And they run into each other and he's he's like alright that's it. She's mine. And then he finds out she's married. Oh, <laughs> He's like you're married? Oh my god.
0: And he just shivers.
1: Yeah. And she runs from him and hides. And then her her and Jay have a fight that night because he has to go back to Chicago.
0: Well, she tries to give him a blowjob and he turns her down.
1: Yes, which we later find out is because he is diagnosed with the ALS. So I'm sure that has a lot to do with like that whole thing because he's slowly, she notices like withdrawing from her because mm-hmm. they had a great relationship up until maybe like what four or five months ago yeah. where she noticed a little a change where he's pulling back and he's not being as physical with her and
0: he's um, spending more time in Chicago
1: mm-hmm. and you know there's just a, a risk and she yeah. doesn't know why and we find out later that Poppy her daughter found this out like she's smart right like she's Axel she's a lady version of Axel so she's really smart. She figured out that he has ALS, and she also knows that Axel is her dad. Yeah,
0: and she is bound and determined that she is going to take over that CEO position. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want anybody finding out that it's Axel. So she's she's you know very cool with keeping it on the down low, but I appreciated that she could poke Axel for questions. When it wasn't apparent that she knew he was her father.
1: Yeah. Because that was that was cleverly concealed for a good chunk of the book. Yeah, we didn't find this out until closer to the end of the book that she knew. Um, but yeah, so Axel sees her at this party and it's like game on. Right? That night he breaks into her house, puts on her husband's cologne and... She's gotten herself wasted, by the way. Pia's gone through some things. She's shaken from seeing Axel. She's mad because Jay left. And there's this school meeting, whatever. Romance reasons. Jay's leaving um, and conveniently not home. (laughs) When Axel breaks into the house, puts on her husband's cologne, and then pretends to be him and has sex with her. (laughs)
0: mad about the cologne he's like she spent money on this this was not a birthday gift this wasn't <laughs> a christmas gift this was just a because gift and she's mom what was she
1: thinking yeah, why is she thinking of other men and pete Pete doesn't know she realizes by the end what's happened but yes.
0: she's like i'll call security and he's like, well, they've already, they called you and you said that it was okay for to let me in. Yeah. I was walking on the beach. I saw you passed out. I broke in to, to, to save your life.
1: Bite me. Yeah. He like backs her into a corner. I love it. Um, and then it's, it's, you know, it's a very, she runs, he chases kind of thing. Like she runs, she goes to a hotel, then he buys that hotel. <laughs> because he's got lots of money he can do whatever the fuck he wants buys poppy's school he buys poppy's school that's right I mean I, I don't
0: I cannot think of another character that goes to such an extreme and such
1: excess to get what he wants I have one for you. I told you about this book, but it's gonna be my palate cleanser, so I'm not gonna okay. tell you about this book. I, I do have someone who is just a psycho in that aspect. Um, but yeah, so because not only is he rich, he's powerful and he's famous. He's got the like the the triple threat there, right? Like he can he can pretty much do whatever he wants because where money can't get him in, fame certainly can right and where fame can't power can or money can so we find like it's just a lot of a dance yeah it is a it is a hot and spicy dance between the two of them and she doesn't want anything to do with him because again she loves jay she's a happy she was happy with jay um he was a good father to poppy he was a great partner to her up until a couple of months ago um and she, her family is finally proud of her for something, right? They still don't know that she's got this jingle career. Um, and she is fighting him at every turn, until every turn he has the answer. He has managed to get. He put the roadblocks are just, oh. yeah, yeah. It was um. Yeah, he, he definitely cut her off at every turn. But eventually he won her over with Poppy.
0: Yeah. Because
1: he's Poppy and uh and Pia don't have a great relationship because Pia is neurotypical, like and she's like a very loving mother and she wants the best for her daughter. And her daughter is like we said, Axel in a little kid, right? She's goal-oriented. She doesn't care about anybody but herself and um he was trying to say you know well don't you don't need to worry about these
0: things because you're a kid so enjoy being a kid yeah poppy needs to hear that was a really good job i'm very proud of you for doing that why don't you work on this next
1: yeah and the only problem poppy's having is like controlling her emotions Which, she notes, Axel can definitely control his emotions very carefully. And he's very guarded. So, she's like, I can maybe get the two to, like, they can, he can help me understand my daughter better, pretty much. And, yeah, I mean, that's really where he kind of wins her over. She still doesn't want to be with him, but she's more okay with, like... Giving him a little bit of a space so that he can come and like have lunch with them or whatever. So, but then he kidnaps her toy. Day rave. Yeah, that was a weird t- turn for me.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't really get the whole electronic music. I I'm too old.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna Guns finish. and Roses all the way. <laughs> I'm gonna make a <laughs> confession, okay? I loved this book. Like, please don't get me wrong. I loved this book. I loved Axel. I loved the characters. The only problem I had with this book was the whole like DJ aspect of it.
0: It was really interesting because it wasn't something you see very often. Yes, it was completely innovative.
1: But I was like, why are they at a day rave? Like. What is the point of her being there at the date rave? Like, it's just another bucket list thing that, I guess, had to be done. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like he could have just become, like, I don't know, like a CEO of, like, a record company or something. And the DJ aspect was the only thing that threw me off. But, again, it's just because I wasn't expecting him to stay a DJ. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: was expecting him to become like a record company executive or something. That's what I, That's and then I was like, oh, he's still DJ. He's like a celebrity DJ. I don't, I don't really, I don't know that world. So I don't either. So I, that was why I thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, it it was interesting, but like I said, it just threw me and I was like, I don't know how, I don't find DJs sexy also like rock stars. Yes. DJs. Not really. Yeah. I don't know it's just something about them standing there spinning the records, just not attractive. I have that 80s view of the <laughs> <laughs> I think we're too old. I think we're too old, yeah. I think so. <laughs> again, this is Drathy's probably a much younger, cooler person, as, okay? So, um. But that's really the only negative I had about the book. And that's, that's a very personal thing. So I'm sure there's a lot of people who loved it because they love DJs. And they probably go to ED, EDM. Is that the... See, we're so old. I don't know. EDM, EMD. There's an E and an M and a D in it. I think it's an E. Electronic dance music, right? EDM, I think. EDM concerts. um, And... I don't. My actually, doctor friend used to go to raves. They didn't doctor friend, but used to go to raves, but at night. So I don't think she's ever been to day raves. I should ask her about this. I will
0: say that there was a little bit less of the fun, sexy times than I was expecting from Dreffy. Yeah, because it's you get like a concentrated shot of it
1: yes and then she
0: lets you cool down and then all of a sudden you get another concentrated shot at yeah and it was so hot
1: it was i think there's just a lot more manipulation and like strategy in this book than the sexy times not yeah. that, like like we said there's definitely spicy times in it but not as much as in quarantine or yeah you know um or even Lust or Organized Chaos with Brandon Organized, oh my god that one mm, that book Organized Chaos was probably one of my favorites um, uh, yeah there was just a lot of manipulation a lot I found that
0: worked for
1: me oh it totally worked for me I loved this book I thought this book was
0: one of the most original books that I have read in a long time
1: Yes. And I love that they she really explored the sociopath like part of it.
0: She the the behaviors and the mental health aspect of it mm-hmm. um, was just incredibly well done. And it it's not something that she just mentions once and then let's go. Mm-hmm. It is a recurring issue. And I like that.
1: Yeah, because um when he had pia well, went to a psychiatrist like for herself for a therapist and she asked him at one point can a sociopath love right and he said to her no they can't and she brings that up to Axel at some point and he says what are you talking about like i i loved you like i love you like it might not be the kind of love that you're expecting, but like he said this quote to her, the months turned into years. My obsession with them with the matter only grew. The more my obsession grew, the more driven I became and the more I wanted to punish you for staying away. I counted each day to pass by promising to make you my prisoner for the same amount of days you'd made me yours for years. No matter where or what condition you were in i would have hunted you down even if you were dead i would have dug your grave up nothing not even death would have kept you from me like how is that not love like i was so obsessed with you i did everything for you like i changed my entire life for you everything i did is with you like with you in mind right like what will will this will this help me bring me closer to getting pia you know she he didn't know her name at that point but like will it will it bring me to my goal of being a good enough partner for her in her parents eyes right because he brought her to his house remember or his apartment mm-hmm. and she was like wow and he was like showing it off um uh, And she was like, why is he showing this house off to me? Like, this is a realtor or something. Yeah, and he was like, I want... He's like, oh my god, he is trying to impress me to show me that he is good enough, that he's worthy. Like, I know it's psychotic, but it's romantic.
0: It really is. Yeah. This book just did it for me on all levels. Mm -hmm. I, I would give it an, you know, eight out of five.
1: Yeah, and I really liked that at the end when um when her husband oh, first of all let's just say that he manipulated not only her but her entire fucking family because he she would not be with him so he's like all right well here is what's happening i invested in this company from like that your husband runs i can fuck them over um your best friend jordan um i can definitely fuck her over or i can make her day and bring more 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 people more clients onto her like your parents are going to be in this crazy lawsuit like he thought of everything and then he's like, "I also have something on Poppy," and she said, "You would never hurt Poppy," and he was like, "No," but he's like, "I'm giving you the option. Do you want to know what I know on Pop? What do I? What I have on Poppy, or do you not?" And she says, "I don't want to know. I don't want to know," um, because she didn't want to have, I guess, anything like bad about her daughter. She's a mom, like. But then she figures out that he knows that Poppy's his. Yeah. And then that's the whole thing. But I loved it at the end when when he He also manipulates Jay. Yes. Jay's stay in
0: Chicago is directly a result of Axel. He sends a guy down to cause problems so Jay would have to be gone.
1: Yep. But at the end where they, you know, everything comes to light and they um, they find out that Jay has ALS and he's got only like a few months to live or something. Um, she tells Axel to go fuck himself. Yeah. She's like, you go fuck yourself. I'm going to go be with my family. And he's like, I'm your family. Poppy's your family. And she's like, no, Jay and Poppy are my family. And Jay has been a father to her. Like, that is her father. Like, you are not her father, right? Like, you are her biological dad, but he's her father. And the whole reason she was acting out, we find out, is because she found out that Jay was dying. And she couldn't handle it because, like, she was a daddy's girl. And they did everything together. And, like, he stimulated her mentally. And it was, like, he was a great dad. Anyway. So they go live on like a yacht for four months with the whole family and they spend quality time together and then after only after jay dies and she processes that she go back to axel i love that she was like stood up for herself and he lost his mind for a while yeah and she countered him like she was like nope nope you cannot force me I'm going to go be with my family.
0: I felt bad
1: for Pia because either way, she was going to lose.
0: Yeah. You know, if she went with Jay, she was going to lose Axel. If she stayed with Axel, she would lose Jay. And it was only the misfortune of Jay's genetics that kept her from having to actually make a choice.
1: Yeah. But I loved the fact that
0: I didn't know what choice she would make. Yeah. I thought, as probably most of the readers did, that when Jay was screwing around in Chicago, it was because he was having an affair.
1: Yeah. But he wasn't.
0: But he wasn't.
1: Dressie, well done. Bravo. Chef's kiss. I thought, I mean, it's horrible to give Jay ALS, but I understand, like, that was the only way to to give them an HGA. Yeah. Right? because you cannot give unless like jay was a horrible fault like husband and like you know cheated on her and mistreated her but he wasn't he was a great husband and a great p- partner and a great father so how do you get rid of that person to have the hea with a sociopath? yeah with a sociopath you have to unfortunately tragically kill him off. you can't have Jay kill him either I mean you can't have Axel kill Jay because yeah that's that's unforgivable so we need to we need a convenient way it it was brilliant it was a brilliantly written book we need a a convenient way to have Poppy be Jay's also right like so that he's happy to have her well
0: it is it is mentioned over and over that the Ambani family does not get divorced
1: mm-hmm.
0: when he married Pia it was forever yeah there were, divorce was not an option so it really took the idea of her leaving Jay
1: off the table yeah because
0: it was it was from the very beginning that can't happen we can't have that kind of scandal
1: yeah which is why, when the whole time I was reading it, I was like, "How is she going to pull this off? Like, how is she, how is she getting a divorce?" I I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't either. Um, but it was really, really well done. Anyway, and I love how psychotic he was and uh, perfect.
0: I know that this is a retelling of The Great Gatsby, mm-hmm. which I read a long time ago, and I, have- I don't remember anything but the fact that jay dies <laughs> so same but i couldn't i didn't make that leap of logic that was what was
1: going to happen i didn't realize that it was a retelling of the great Gatsby. but uh i haven't read that thing since high school which was a long time ago yeah about- high school academic bowl. that was yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys like sociopaths, and non-con, and manipulation, and, and extreme manipulation, and a heroine who fights back. Yeah, but Axel just, he takes it to that level above the next level. Oh yeah, it was insane. Insane. Highly recommend. We highly recommend all of Bethy's work. Um, but this one was definitely one of her better but this is also the only standalone, pretty much. Well, lust is kind of a standalone. But it's part of an anthology. This is the only true standalone, I think. I think so. So if you want if you want a taste to Drethi, you know, you don't want to commit to a series. Although I don't see why because fabulous, so more the better Yeah. But yeah, definitely give this one a try. Um it's really well done. I mean we already spoiled it all for you, but it's she does it really well. It, it, she so, writes
0: it so well, you you're not gonna care that you we spoiled it if you haven't read it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Um, do you have any palette cleansers for us, Tori? I have two arcs
0: that I am just about ready to dive into. I've already mentioned Sins of the Sun Mm -hmm. um, by Zoe Blake. I also have Panic Button, which is the last book in T.L. Hodel's um, Order of Ravens and Wolves series.
1: Oh, you've mentioned that to us before.
0: Preston is another sociopath.
1: I have a type
0: um mm. and i have been dying to get my hands on it but i just mentally have not been in a place that i could go as dark as i think this is going to go i haven't read any okay. spoilers i know nothing about it but i on one hand i am really eager to dive in and on the other hand my emotional state is going eh, we might not be there yet quite yet
1: so i've been reading a lot of fluff fluff is fun too N- nothing wrong with fluff I mentioned to you a book before so we know I love a crazy non-con crazy husband whatever right so Mia Knight wrote this book uh bitter heat back in 2020 2019 something like that and I read it and it was fucking fantastic it is a snowed in, enemies to lovers, second chance romance, billionaire. What else is it? Like all the tropes that I love. Okay. Oh. Is it a standalone? It's fucking not. <laughs> this is where I'm getting at, guys. I was fucking dying. I'm gonna curse a lot in this, this next. Mia Knight probably isn't listening, but if Mia Knight is listening, me and I, what the hell is your problem, girl? I read this book, Bitter Heat. In 2019 it came out. Twenty nineteen. Okay? Ended on a fucking cliffhanger. And the the second book didn't come out till twenty twenty-three. Was the second book did was it a duet? Or is there gonna be another Okay, so I don't know. I'm not finished with Ah. the second book yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna die if it's not (laughs) if it's not if I don't get an H E A at the end of this book. If this is a trilogy, I will kill myself. Not really, but like I will throw my Kindle through a window and set it on fire. Like, guys, this book we were talking about a hero that absolutely has no no chill. This hero has no chill. We start out bitter heat with um the heroine visiting his mother in a hospital because he's a horrible person and uh she doesn't think that he's going to visit her so she thinks it's safe to visit Uh and it's like in some remote area of Colorado and he shows up and traps her in, in like a rem- uh, he like herds her into a deserted part of the hospital and uh, non-cons her in the hospital. Oh, my. Then takes her to the remote cabin of her mother because it's, there's snow coming and they can't leave the airport. And, there's, and um, there's some sort of ski situation. So there are no hotel rooms. Okay, romance reasons. They need to stay in this one small, tiny cabin. Snowed in for days. <laughs> Where with her ex husband, okay, who she hates, <laughs> but also he's really great in bed and she loves that aspect of it. So they have some dub con sex, but like eventually she gives in, but then she leaves him and then he pretty much traps her by buying her sister's company uh, and shares in her sister's company. And being like, well, if you don't give me what I want, which is you, for a year, I'm going to topple your sister's company. And they're going to have no money. I'll, I will ruin them, their husbands, their grandchildren, everybody. Oh, my. And then she agrees. And then we find out, I whatever, I'm not going to spoil it for you because you're going to want to read these two books. And I'm hoping that there's not a third book because I will, if I have to wait three more years, what yeah,
0: One of the series that I read recently was the Bella Rose, the Boy to Bella Rose, um, by Jamin, Eve, and Kate James. It is a rock star mafia reverse hangar. Okay. Second chance, it ticked all the boxes. Um, And the last book came out early in April. So it's now finished. Highly recommend. Mm. Okay. Um, Talk about a reluctant hero. Um, I don't know who's fighting harder against it, him or her.
1: (laughs) Well, no, he's definitely not fighting against it. Um, But yeah, anyway, he was a horrible husband to her, like in aspects of like, he was very focused on business and he kind of like our hero here. He really wanted to prove himself because he came from nothing and she's from a well-to-do family. Um very similar. He's definitely a sociopath as well. I he's not clinically diagnosed or anything, but I can But he might be. No, he no, he is. He is because her mother, his mother warned her about him. Anyway. If you liked, if you liked this book that we are talking about, Five Thousand Nights of Obsession, you have to read Bitter Secrets and Bitter Heat. I don't know. Again, don't come for me if the second book is still a cliffy because I haven't finished it. Um, I don't think it is. It's freaking like four or five hundred pages. It's a long, long book, but it's great. Also, this has been a lot of fun. I've missed you guys. I missed Tori. I have missed this so much. I I know we have some new listeners, so welcome to Trigger Warning Romance, everybody. Um, if you haven't already, please rate and review us, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate it, and it helps us reach audiences that might like um, our podcast. Anyway, um, I also have another episode that I'm trying to record with a friend of mine from TikTok, um, She's well-read nurse on TikTok. Her name is Lo. Um, and we're gonna be reading The Reaper Incarnate by R. E. Bond. R. E. Bond.
0: You know, what I have been wanting to reread, we talked about it just briefly, we talked about it previously. Um, is Alpha Inmate. That's on my that's on my reread list. So what do you say we do that?
1: Yes, Liliana Carlyle, let's do it. Oh, she's Yes, actually, I just recommended that book to my coworker.
0: Are you brave?
1: So, yes. Um, yes. Um, she's a new listener of ours. And uh, so is my, that's going to be crazy to say, so is my boss, sort of. Okay,
0: explain that one. <laughs>
1: uh, so, I started a new job, and I started a new job with great, really uh, fun, loving, amazing women. I mean, men too, but the the women is who I talked about romance to. And I told you somehow the vice president of my company found out I have a dirty romance podcast and TikTok, so got back to my boss, and she. Hi boss lady by the way, um, if you're listening and also hi partner lady if you're listening um, you guys are awesome and uh, they badgered me and were like, we need to know this podcast <laughs> so she both of them have read uh fifty shades of gray and liked it so I was like, okay, we have a little bit of trust going on there because if you like that book then we can then we can go into it yes so after much consideration, I was like, "Fine, you know what? Here is the podcast. You are not allowed to judge me. You're not this is it. like if you you ask for this, ladies and <laughs> um I gave my boss uh, some recommendations. She started with uh the professional by Cresley hey. Cole. Um, so I started her off a little lighter and um And then my partner was asking me about Omegaverse. So I was like, <laughs> I've got recommendations. <laughs> She's like, what is it? And I was like, and I explained it to her and she was like, okay, <laughs> that sounds fun. So um yeah, so I, I told her to read um, Alpha Inmate because I feel like that's a decent dark-ish Stand alone, and it kind of explains what the Omegaverse is pretty well. And Liliana's great anyway, so. But yeah, let's do that. So, that's a very long winded way of saying.
0: Next episode will be
1: Alpha and Make by Liliana Carlisle. Yeah! Oh my god, I'm excited to read that. Well, thank you so much for joining. Um, We hope you enjoyed our. Crazy rambles as always, and tune in next week when we read Alpha Inmate. We're going back to the Omegaverse. I'm so excited. Um, Alpha Alpha Inmate by Liliana Carlisle. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye.